Welcome to the Better Brave Podcast, where you get to hear unique stories from guests like you who choose to live bravely outside of their comfort zones. I'm Candace Dudley, your host, former teacher turned online business mentor and podcaster. This podcast is for you if you're committed to living life on purpose, no more following the rules of society. Go hit the follow button if you haven't yet and tune in every Tuesday for a new episode. Welcome back to the Better Brave Podcast. I'm your host, Candace Dudley, and I wanted to do an episode today about and for us moms. And I know that mom can have a different meaning for so many different people or things. But in my mind, a mom is a caregiver, someone who takes care of her family, whether that is her own children or the people around her. But there's so many of us that uh, take that mom role that, you know, it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to have your own kids because as women, I think that we just have that instinct to do and be the mom and the caregiver and the caretaker and the protector and all the things. And so I wanted to do this quick episode, solo episode for us moms and specifically about mom ruts. I'm just going to call it a mom rut. I think we can call it lots of things, but I'm going to go with being in a rut. And I just think that one, I hope that you feel seen, heard, validated in this episode. Uh, I tried to make some notes and gather my thoughts. uh, And I think one important thing is to notice that or to note that none of us are exempt from having these ruts and I think it's easy to go on social media and if you follow me I hope that on my page at least that you do see some of the good the bad the ugly because I don't ever ever want to just be on social media showing you the highlight reel because it's it's can get tough to sit at home when you're in a rut and you're seeing these picture-perfect homes, aesthetically pleasing Christmas decor, and all the things that are happening uh, in that space, in that world. So I don't want us to get distorted by only seeing that view. And so I think things like this, people talking about these kinds of things, are really powerful and need to keep happening. So that's why I am, am feeling called today to share and to talk about this topic. First off, I want to say that when I first felt or became a mom, I uh, have I have talked about this many times if you've been around for a long time, but I'll just say I have a seven-year-old, a six-year-old, and a four-year-old right now. And so I had I had three babies under three, uh, three and under, all in diapers at one point. And uh, I just remember thinking, having like this torn feeling of being feeling really guilty. One, you're so excited, so just in love with this human that you brought home and you've been carrying for the last nine months. And yet your home and, and the world carries on. Your spouse goes back to work. You're on maternity leave. And it just can also feel lonely. It can also feel uh, hard. And again, I don't know that this is talked about enough because at that time when I'm on social media scrolling home, at home on those days, I didn't see anyone talking about this. And so then you start to have that guilty feeling of, I should just be grateful. Like, why do I have this other feeling like of, you know, feeling like it's, you can't get anything done. You can't leave the house. Um, your body's recovering. Uh, different things like that, that kind of make you feel really bad for even having the thought. And so what I did when I first started was I reached out to a friend and I started working out at home. She was working out in her living room and I would do like 20 minute workouts, 30, maybe 30 minute workouts. A lot of times I'd have to stop, pause in between, take care of the baby and then go finish. But it was better than nothing. And I started with 
And I'm just telling you how I started getting myself out of that rut because I want to then share about another one I was in and what was different about that one. So go with me. But it was exercise. I started eating a little better. I started making sure that I drank enough water. And I started reading some personal development books. Just really quick few minutes here before bed, here and there. And that would just give me some positivity in my brain to help sort of rewire it and kind of reboot it and uh, focus more on the positive things or focus more on those grateful things versus uh, being home and spinning these stories in your head. It just kind of gave you this different focus. Okay, so those three things specifically, the, the food and water, the exercising, and the personal development or putting some positivity in my brain each day made me start feeling like a new human being, like myself again. And so I share that because maybe that will work for you. And and maybe it won't because I think it's really important to know too that you evolve and like things change. And so we have to keep adjusting. And so this past year, if you you also again probably know, I'm on a year leave from teaching and it was a huge transition, really, really big. I um, found myself in sort of this rut throughout the summer of not wanting to exercise and, and not doing those healthy things and not wanting to do my morning routine and get up and hammer out some productivity because that's what I had been doing, just foot on the gas pedal for the last multiple years. And for me, I needed to evolve and start noticing like, hey, working out every day and sticking to these strict schedules and being uber productive constantly is not actually working for me anymore. It's not actually helping me thrive anymore. It is starting to have like this adverse effect. And so I had to kind of unlearn some things. I had to kind of let go and stop beating myself up that I wasn't having these like perfect productive mornings anymore and just kind of let it flow. I still was giving myself time to journal or time to have those little moments of reading or quiet, whatever, but I wasn't so strict on, it has to be in the morning, it has to be before the kids get up, it has to be this, it has to be that, it has to fit in this box, uh, because it, it, like I said, it wasn't working. So adjust, evolve. There's a reason why all of a sudden, maybe over time, you're like, I don't like, I don't want to do this morning routine anymore. I don't want to get, uh, do whatever I was doing. And so things that then started working better for me, once I started releasing a little bit of those strict type feelings of have to do this, was uh, finding time to just journal anything that came out of my head, anything that I was thinking about. Journaling affirmations, journaling about goals or dreams or who I want to be, what kind of you know light I want to step into, just quiet time, and then really a lot more light movement, like walking, uh, being outside, hiking, biking, those kinds of things versus sticking to um, like a set workout program and plan. I also had to start saying no more often. I was like a yes girl forever, wanted to make everybody happy. And when you do that, you end up, one, you never do make everybody happy, but then you really don't ever make yourself happy. And so I had to start finding ways to say no more often. And 
I also had to start paying attention to myself and how I actually was very much um, had found uh, information about cyclical living. And there's a podcast episode, if you scroll back with Dr. Caitlin, that's phenomenal if you want to start diving into that and taking a little look at that. But we have as women two high energy weeks approximately and two low energy weeks approximately in a month. And I didn't, I never heard of that in the last, like other than the last couple of years. And so, you know, that's so foreign to me being a college basketball player where it does not matter if you're tired. It does not matter if you're sick, you're hurt, whatever. There's a game to play. There's practice to be at. It's time to suck it up and you just do it. And so to notice and realize, oh, there are these high energy weeks, low energy weeks. I really benefited from paying attention to that, trying to keep my schedule really light when I am in those really low energy weeks and trying to save my productive things, my creative things, the things that I'm working on my business and things like that for those high energy weeks where things are just flowing. Um, So just pausing, learning more about yourself, wondering what, you know, asking yourself what doesn't feel good, what would make this feel better. And I hope that that helps you if you're in this space where your routines and things aren't working for you, they're not making you feel like you're thriving and you can just kind of do some, you know, a self inventory. So, so pausing here before the new year and think and spend some time with yourself and, and decide, you know, what gets to stay with you and what are you going to leave behind? And also know that you might try something and, and tweak something and then you might notice or find out, no, that I didn't like that either or I actually like this better. And so give yourself that permission to have that little grace time and period where you can adjust and evolve and move things around. Um, I think, again, I hope you just feel seen and heard and validated and it doesn't matter what age your kids are. Uh, it doesn't matter how old you are. Uh, I don't think we're exempt from going through these little ups and downs, but I do think that it is our choice to, uh, to make, to change it, to try something new. And it is on us as women to make the choice and know that we can trade good for great. We can, uh, adjust. We're smart enough. We can go ask for help. We can, do those things that take some strength and um, on our part because we you have it within you. And I know too that you don't have to stay in this space, but I also want to say that give yourself some grace to stay in this space. I know that when I first uh, made the decision to stay home this year, it was almost like coming up on a year because it was last February when I made the, the big decision. I was in a high anxiety space. I felt like I wanted to stay home. And so one of my friends was like, maybe that's just your safe spot right now. And maybe that's just what you need to let yourself do. And so that was really eye-opening. And I want to be the friend that gives you that permission that, you know, it will pass. At the time, I was like, well, I'm just going to stay in my house forever. This isn't normal. I can't do that. And it truly was, I needed that time to be home, to be with my family, to be with myself. And I want to be the friend that gives you that permission to to have whatever kind of space or day or if you need to stay home or if you need to get out or if you need alone time to go and take it, make it happen. It's it's all good. It You know already in your gut what you need. So pause and listen to it. 
because I think that we can be go, 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 going, especially in this holiday season. We're just coming off of Christmas and it's a really, really good time to try to pause and check in with ourselves and listen to our gut and uh, follow it, follow our heart and make those adjustments for the new year. So I hope again that you have enjoyed this episode. Tag me on Instagram at Candace Dudley if you have something to share or want to share this episode. And as always, if you go leave a review um, on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, I would so greatly appreciate anything you have to say there. So go have a better brave day and thank you so much for being here and for listening. And I'll see you in the new year. Hey, thanks for being here. I love being able to highlight entrepreneurial journeys because no two are the same. To grab my free sales page planner or to book a discovery call with me, head to the show notes. Finally, please leave a quick review so I can continue this work. See you next week.